She believed he could present to you the Hey Girl, Mind Your Mindset series. We're not only believing in God as Father to guide our steps as we walk by faith, but we are trusting our process with every step that we are called to take as his daughters. Let's talk about six steps towards an intentional mindset. First, we have identify, then surrender, then let's decide, then speak, you believe, and affirm. Thank you for listening to the show. For His Glory Seek was born in June, no, it was July, July, June or July, June or July of 2016. That's when For His Glory Seek came about. And um, yeah, we've been, we've been doing things in a way that are so unconventional, unorthodox, <laughs> that it blows my mind even to this day, you know, um, for God to give you something so precious and you really don't know what to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Like you really, really don't know what to do with it. Um, and the world says you have to do it this way and the world says, but you got to do it this way. And the world Mm -hmm. says it can only be done this way. Sis, that came with a lot of struggle. It came with a lot of doubt. It came with a lot of uncertainty. It came with a lot of now I'm listening to man and I'm not listening to my father, right? Mm-hmm. It came with a lot of now I'm doing this and I'm getting tired of it because I'm doing it in my strength and not his strength and I'm going to put it down for a while, yeah. right? It came with a lot of, man, I'm, I'm so on fire and, and yes, it's for his glory and we're going to do all the things. That, man, we're going to do this. It came with all of the ups and downs, but it was burned out of a dark place. Yeah. It was given to me out of a dark place. When you think about what Christ did and how he literally walked the earth and people didn't give him acclimate in a sense of, you know, the Pharisees and the Sadducees being so excited about what he was doing. All they were concerned about was the day that he did it on because Jesus did a lot of things unorthodox to what the law was saying and what religion was saying at that time, meaning he was doing a lot of things on the Sabbath day. He was doing things where, you know, um, we should be resting and things like that. And um, I remember the Bible saying that that's why he had to tell them, wait a minute, I am Lord over the Sabbath. I'm Lord over your life, Mm -hmm. you know? And so when, when the unorthodox of my ministry was happening, I was so young in my faith. I was so fresh in my faith that I was trying to fit in with how, you know, Sister Sue over here does it and how brother, you know, Sam over here does it. Well, you know, Kiana does it like this. So I'm going to try it this way, you know, and and this person does it like this. So I'm going to try it that way. And it was never befitting to me. And so when you were talking about picking up our cross and, and, um, and, and, and carrying it every single day, as Jesus was carrying his cross, there were no acclimates, Mm-mm. right? There were no you know, there weren't even people, come on, Father, you better have your way. There weren't even people at that time asking him to heal him. The crowds were showing up, sis, but they didn't want anything from him anymore. In his ministry, people wanted, oh, Father, have your way. They wanted something from him. But as he was going through what he was going through, as he was going through what he was going through, sis, 
Nobody wanted anything from him anymore. Nobody was trying to draw near to him because they wanted to be in his presence because they knew if they touched the hem of his garment that they would be made whole. They weren't drawing to him in that space anymore. Why? Because now that that part of ministry is over where I've given and given and given and now this is come on father, my dark hour and I'm now going in this space where things are different and things are shifting. Now you don't want nothing from me yet you're showing up. Mm-hmm. But you're not showing up to receive anything from me. You're not even showing up to give me anything. You're now showing up to spectate. You're now showing up to crucify. You're now showing up to spit and to slander and to literally hang me or to not hang me, but to but to put me on this cross. Like you're showing up now to kill me. You're showing up now to persecute me. But at first in my ministry, you were showing up because, come on, Father, there was a need. Yeah. At first in my ministry, you were showing up because you needed me. And I showed up. But now that there's this dark place of ministry, there's this pain and there's this suffering and there's this process that we now have to go through. You're showing up all right. But now you're not showing up because you have a need for me. Now you're showing up because you want to see how this ends for me. Now you're showing up because you want to spectate what this is going to look like. Now you're showing up because now you're just, you know, you're, you're, you're inquisitive, but to the point of, I just want to see how this is going to end for you because I've gotten what I've needed for me from you. Now I want to see how this all unfolds for you. Yeah. So in this space of the darkness and what I was going through, I could not always speak. I chose correction. I chose not to always speak. Why? Because the Bible says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. So even in that space of me choosing life as best I knew how, I knew my thoughts were death. I knew my thoughts would contradict my words. I knew my words would contradict my thoughts. And so in that space of uncertainty, I would completely and utterly shut my mouth. I wouldn't say a word. That's a struggle for me even to this day that when I go through to profess the faith because the Bible says now faith is the substance of things hoped for and that assurance of things that we're trying to press forward towards, you know? So as I'm thinking about all the things, I'm like, Father, If I speak life and it's contrary to what I see, does that make me a hypocrite? Does that make me a fraud? Does that make me, you know, somebody who is not truly a um, a Christian? Does that does that mean that you know I'm not being truthful? Am I lying? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I lying because I'm seeing something different? You know, than what I see. Like, what does that look like? You know what I'm saying? And then again, going back to. They, uh, Hebrews 11 and 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And so he was like, well, Felicia, if you're looking at just what you see, is that faith? I said, well, eh, I don't know, because it's faith and facts, right? Like, I'm looking at it because this is what it is, and I'm seeing it for what it is, and yet it's, it's factual because this is what I see. Now, he said, okay, we're we going to talk about it. I said, all right, let's do it. So he said, if it's what you're seeing and not what you're hoping for is it faith? Let me ask a better question. If it's what you're seeing and what you're hoping for, is it faith? 
I said, mm, no, nah, because again, that's just facts, right? That's what I see. I didn't hope to see the car, you know, outside of my garage or I didn't, well, I didn't hope to see the car in the neighbor's yard. You know what I'm saying? But maybe I hope to see the car that I have in my driveway. He said, exactly. To see the car in your neighbor's driveway. How was that faith for you? But you hoped for what you didn't see at one point in your driveway that you now see in your driveway. I said, okay, we rocking. So if that is my faith, how can my faith now get me from, oh, I'm on fire and people want me and, you know, they booking me and, you know, they want me to show up for this event and, and show up for that event. How can I go from there to now I'm carrying this cross in this dark and I'm carrying this cross by myself. But little did I know that somebody was going to come along and help me to carry my cross. So, okay, Father, now that I'm being helped to carry this cross, they're not even talking to me, really. <laughs> they didn't hold a conversation as Jesus was going up to Calvary. So sometimes even in the uncertainty of what this all looks like, it's the faith that has to be the substance for the things that we are hoping for. Lord, I'm hoping that we're going to get out of this, right? Like, I'm hoping that, you know, this ain't going to always be, Father. I'm believing that, you know, this is not going to always be what it is because this is where we are at this moment. You know, but at this moment, Father, let's just be real. This is the facts. So can I push past my facts to see my faith? Or is my facts pushing my faith so far that I can't see anything but the facts? And so in this ministry of For His Glory Speak, as I've gone through so many seasons of what this looks like, sis, it's been dark. It's been lonesome. It's been um, times and periods where the enemy, I felt not even necessarily, again, the enemy, um, the enemy, my the, the devil, the demons, you know what I'm saying, demonic forces, but it was my enemy that would shut me completely down because all of this is new, is unfamiliar, is untrodden, and is absolutely unorthodox. How you have allowed me, just somebody who just wanted to get to know you better, to be in a space where you now have me, you know, talking to people that I have absolutely no idea they're going through what they're going through, but you're telling me to go pray for this person. I'm asking that person, is it okay if I speak to you? And is it okay if I pray for you, Father? Okay, but you now you're telling me to pray, but now you're also giving me other things that are coming out. Like, it's almost like a prophetic that's coming out. Father, I, mm -mm, I didn't ask for this. So when I'm in this space, this is just like, we went from, I need, 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 to now I'm carrying the cross and it's dark. And now the need is to see how it's all going to unfold. Now the people who once needed something from me are the spectators to see how, come on, Father, how God is really going to get the glory out of everything that I speak. I hope that makes sense. That made so much sense. And I got so much as you were talking, because as you were sharing, I kept going back to the scripture where we are in Romans 4, 16. And it says, so the promise is received by faith. It is given mm -hmm. as a free gift. It is mm -hmm. by faith, the gift of receiving the word of God, knowing that yeah. you are not walking by what you see, by what you hear, by what you even feel like. But it is by faith that you are you are willing and receiving the word of God. And so I was just reading a devotional this morning and God is so timely because it mm. said, even so, everything about our lives, our speech, our demeanor, our habits, our responses, our relationships, all of it either gives credence to mm. or discredits our message. 
If our Mm -hmm. lives do not reflect that our faith is real to those we meet, it is not likely that they will be interested in listening to any message we would give them. The central message of the Bible is that Jesus came to save us from our sins and Christ has commissioned us as his people to actively share this message. So we must live in such a way that our conduct matches and strengthens your witness to others. And that was a gospel declaration that we Mm -hmm. are to um, share the good news, but also preach the gospel to those who are willing to hear. You know, the Bible talks about the willingness of the ear, the ones who are willingness to see. And I I love that you in the same breath, how those were coming to Jesus for the miracles. They wanted to be healed. They wanted to be saved. They knew of him in the ministry. But when he was in his darkest hour, there was the party. They didn't know. They wasn't saying anything. And sometimes we have to look at ourselves in that same light that when God is calling us to the ministry, when everything is going good, when we can Mm. see the light, when it's crystal clear, we are good and on this spiritual high. But when God has called us into that darkest hour, Picture you carrying your cross. Where are you unto Jesus? Are you departing? Is your mouth closed? Are you mm. silenced? Are you in a place where I don't know? I'm not going to say anything because this doesn't look good right now. So mm. in the same breath that we are visualizing and we seeing our Savior with that cross, see yourself in that with that very cross during your own ministry, because it's not mm-hmm. always going to be in the lightest of lights that it's going to be good. You're going to have to go through some valleys. You're going to have to go through some, uh, you know, shadow of death to where you're in order mm-hmm. to get to the other side of where God has you. This is the path that he has. And with that, we are strengthening our faith. We are believing in God for the promise that's on the other mm-hmm. side that, that we do not yet see. We are building up our confidence and we are assuring ourselves that we will come out of this. We will be thrown in the fire and we will not come out burnt or smell like smoke. Mm. We will be in the lion's den and and God will shut the very mouth of the lion. We will. He will. He's done it before. Come on. He's done it before. And so, guys, I just want y'all to be encouraged that there is nothing you cannot do by faith. There's nothing you cannot do by faith that God hasn't already destined for you, that he's already mm-hmm. put before you on your path. But you have to keep putting one foot in front of the other. You have to keep going out in the in the eyes of people and declaring the good news, encouraging um, people by the word of God and preaching the gospel and whatever that looks like. And mm-hmm. I can say that my sister, Felicia Thomas, for his glory speak, that is her whole life. There's not a place, there's not a position where you will find her, where her mouth is shut, where her spirit is silent, because she knows that not only do she have to account for her salvation, but she do not want to leave that place knowing that she could have shared something with you. Mm -hmm. She could have gave you something, a piece of hope that could save your very life. She is not Mm -hmm. called to be saved or be the savior, rather, but she is called to share the good news in whatever that looks like. And so I just want to thank you so much, sis, for just blessing us with your very presence and your speech of the tongue, because for many seasons, I know where you felt silent. Mm. I want you to hear my heart and my spirit that God heard everything. 
God heard even the silence of prayers that came to thought, but never came out of your mouth. I want mm-hmm. you to know that God heard the tears. God heard the, the places where you didn't want to talk to nobody. You didn't want to mm-hmm. share anything. You just wanted to get up, do what you needed to do and go on about your business. I want you to know that it is in those moments that God is strengthening you, that he's posturing your heart before him so that you're able to go out. And be who he's called you to be. It's not that we're looking at you and idolizing you in the eyes of who you are, but it is the God in you that people gravitate to. It is the spirit of knowing whatever God she serves, whatever spirit and anointing that's on her life, I want that. Mm -hmm. And so in the very light of your ministry, not even the darkest hour can keep you away from my father. Not even the darkest hour will keep his name out of your mouth. And so I want you to be encouraged this, that for his glory speak, it's a, it's a renewing faith. It's a restoration mm. faith. It's a faith that not only going to restores and renews your life, but the life of others by what you say when you open up your mouth and you are speaking before the people publicly mm. and always privately. And so I thank you, sis, so much. Please tell the people, I know you're not on social media. She <laughs> said that already. But how can they get in contact with you? Let's say someone wants to reach out to you and they got something on their heart or they just want to share something. How can the people find you? What is the best way to get in contact with you or follow you in all of the things? So, um, <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I do have email and I get it because people don't necessarily want to write, but you can definitely um, email me at forhisglorispeak at gmail.com. Um, I also have a YouTube page that is Faith This Big um, on YouTube. So, you know, if you want to reach out in that platform, there are videos uploaded and things of that nature. Um, I actually do have an Instagram for, for his glory speak. Um, I am in the place of like, okay, Lord, is this what I need to do? So if you do <laughs> reach out on that platform, um, it is definitely there. I don't check it as often as, you know, everybody else does or whatever that looks like, but it is definitely a platform that is there, but definitely email is, um, amazing to do. And I get, again, I get it. People don't want to write, but also um, Faith This Big on YouTube. You can um, comment on the videos and things of that um, that nature. But yeah, that's pretty much where we are. And again, you know, if the Lord is like, my daddy is like, hey, I need you to, you know, get on social media. I'm be like, you sure? <laughs> but we'll do it. Yeah, that's how you find me or reach out to me or connect with me and things of that sort. Thank you so much, sis. You're very welcome. And if I could be the vessel that could connect you to my sis, like I may raise a brow or two, but I definitely, (laughs) (laughs) you know, nothing personal guys. Um, but it's more so like I am my sister's keeper. So yeah, you come for her, you came for me. And so, yeah, I definitely could be the vessel that could connect you guys without a doubt, without hesitation. So feel free to email me or if you know, I'm on Instagram and you like, Hey, you know, where's Felicia? for his glory speak boom i'm gonna connect um because i want to be obedient to my father as well as i know my sister and so i want to leave you guys with this we are speaking god's promises his will and his truth over our life so until next time girlfriend holla